Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure legal filler in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine, any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keep it a beast on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose welcome face back, do they welcome see? Welcome back, family. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Uh, come on, wake up, wake up. Dice Gamble will be joining me shortly. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We are so grateful for waking up another blessed, blessed morning. This is Thirsting for the Lord Thursday and his righteousness. And when I tell you, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great day today. Uh, you should be in expectation of uh, doing something great today because yeah you are called to greatness you're walking in purpose and god still wants to use you in a powerful powerful way so if you're just waking up come on wake up with us let's get some good prayer going this morning let's continue to develop a, a strong prayer relationship each and every morning let's continue to uh, trust god and let's make sure we're hearing clearly from god that's the beautiful thing about prayer definitely in our devotion time too as well and just getting the revelation that we need to know everything we you know god wants to show us tell us and teach us uh, in every season of our life so yes i'm excited for you guys kings and queens let's go out and be great today when i tell y'all we got a fun pack show uh for y'all today um it is it's, it's gonna be different let's be very clear this uh real talk conversation we're gonna have today Y'all already know how Dice do it uh, when she get here. She going to take y'all to church. We're going to talk about it. Can music industry connections make or break a career? I know a lot of times people don't understand the importance on collaborations, the importance of networking, the importance of who you are working with. So, yeah, we're going to dive into it. Uh, everything that talks about, you know, the music industry, connections and all that you know you talk about when you talk about yeah you know it can make or break you uh, who you roll with so yes you want to keep a lock for that exclusive uh spiritual uh real talk conversation rather and yeah the spiritual detox when i tell y'all we're gonna get one of the best to do it in gospel music he has been doing music all his life let's be very clear since you know young age five six years old uh, at 12 13 years old he was already uh having stellar nominations so we're gonna get a listen grammy nominated singer songwriter producer tv host pastor let's be very clear pastor tim bowman jr on 
uh, this morning to talk about everything Dopey got going on. Um, of course, if you didn't make it to the 38th annual Stellar Awards, you missed it. He put on the show. Him and Faith City performed. It was phenomenal. He's working on new music. We're going to talk about his career all together. Let's be very clear. Uh, everybody knows that, yes, he is the nephew of Vicky Winans. So, yes, the family ties with the Winans and uh, just Detroit gospel music, the culture. Uh, we got to talk about it with all the legends that come out of Detroit, Michigan uh, in the gospel realm. So, yeah, yeah, y'all want to keep it locked. This show is fun-packed. Of course, you know our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for our spiritual detox. And when I tell y'all, y'all in for a treat today, um, mm-hmm. let's be very clear. Um, the, the, the man the man we got on the line right now, uh, he was born for greatness. Uh, you know, uh, the bar was set really high. Um, it's funny because I grew up on a lot of his father's uh, jazz. My father loved jazz, all forms of jazz, whether it just be regular jazz, gospel, didn't matter. My father was a jazz head. So I was familiar with his father's music when I was a baby. And to grow up and then become adult and be able to get introduced to him, listen, like I say, he was he was born for greatness. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited, Dice. Uh, we, we got a we got a legend. I, I'm gonna give him the legend status. I know he's still working and uh, he's he's still doing his own thing in his own right, but uh, he's he's doing some powerful stuff. And we got a chance to see him at the Stellar Awards. And when I tell you, uh, him and his whole team put on, they put on performance wise so it, it's more than just ministry it's no lights camera action come on let's let's do it we're gonna talk about jesus so without further ado uh let me help me welcome me in uh pastor listen to a songwriter uh he he used to play the guitar like his dad a little bit but uh we'll talk about that too as well but uh super talented tim bowman jr what's going on sir yo i'm happy to be here on the fix man with you focus and dice man i'm so excited to be here um what an intro i think legend is a little too soon but um but 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 nonetheless i'm humbled i'm flattered and um i feel like i'm with family already so let's get it so so you you say uh legend might be too soon but you was you was what 13 or 12 years old already getting stellar uh you know nominations like i don't know too many that you know can say they share that same story you know so yeah, I, I got to give it to you because you've been around the music industry singing at a high level. We know your auntie, uh, Vicky Winans, uh, always, uh, you know, any chance, any chance she could have showcased you. She showcased you early and you used to sing everybody up under the bus, man. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I know you're still a young man in your mind, but in, in industry years, you've been doing this at a high level for a long time. <laughs> I have, bro. I've been doing this for a long time. And when I say 12 years old, everybody's like, oh, that's cute. He was singing in the church choir at 12. But like you said, huge shout out to my aunt, Miss Vicky Wine. And she she was intentional about what she saw my future being. And she started me really early, her and my father and the rest of the family. And um, I don't regret it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for the upbringing and the foundation that they gave me because it prepared me for this season that I'm in right now. So you are right. I've been doing it a while. Yeah. So Tim, uh, come on and talk about it, man. Uh, let's be very clear. Um, the music journey for you has been very different. 
um, you know, definitely singing with your auntie, uh, Vicky Winans, uh, you know, doing, uh, being inspired by your dad by itself. That's uh, something different. Then let's talk about the whole fact that you, you know, from Detroit, Michigan, let's be very clear. Some of the best, uh, you know, and they, and they can and family to you have been doing it for a long time. So just talk about what it meant for you just, you know, growing up in Detroit, the, the gospel scene in Detroit and like how that kind of like inspired you to do everything you do too as well. Now outside of just, you know, your family, like all the, you know, Clarks, come on. I know everybody. <laughs> the, 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 the Detroit music scene, especially Christian gospel scene, it's a bunch of musical pit bulls. So it, it, it just creates a certain dog in you. Um, you can't go to a event. You can't go to a concert without being prepared to sing. The Mike Toss originated in Detroit. And that was my that was my whole background. I grew up with um, seeing Vanessa Bell Armstrong, my family, the Winans, the Clark sisters. You had Rance Allen. You had Marvin Sapp. You had Fred and Commission. You know, everybody kind of came from Detroit and... If you didn't want to get laughed at, if you did, if you wanted to be viable, you had to pull your fangs out. I mean, literally every church you went to on Sunday morning, still to this day, there are beasts in these churches who could stand toe to toe with some of the greatest and biggest artists. So it created a sense of, you know, biblically, and I don't want to sound too preachy and churchy right now, but the Bible talks about the Levites and they were both anointed and skilled. And growing up in that Detroit atmosphere really put pressure on you to not just have the anointing, but be skilled in what God has called you to do too. So, you know, we would rehearse until two and three in the morning every night and, you know, go to school, be ready to go up to school and you know, I grew up with my age group. Me and Kiara were like this. So we grew up like I went to Wall Lake Western. She went to Wall Lake Central. No, she went to Wall Lake. Yes, Central. And it just was the culture. And if you were going to do this thing, you had to operate at a high level. And we didn't get up there talking about bless him, Lord, bless him, Lord. No, in churches, it was like the Sandman at the Apollo. If you was whack. You was getting drugged off the stage, period. You know, it's so funny. I'm going to take my glasses off because he, he just he just made me do a flashback, like a teleportation, like back to the, you know, I'm probably a little older than you, Pastor Tim. But the point is, my father used to say, you got to be able to tune up. And I, I mean, that was a part of it. It's a lost art. It doesn't have. I mean, I was sitting here like there was a requirement and focus. We talked about this before. You couldn't just preach. You might have had to wait five years before somebody let you walk up on, you know what I'm saying, before you could get past anybody's pulpit or anything. There was a requirement for for a lot of different things, too, just in public and community. Like you had to show yourself approved in many, many different ways. It's different now, Pastor Tim. It is. It is. It's it's different. And um, I think some of it needed to go away. Because I believe that there was some mismanagement. Um, now here we breaking this open until this is about to turn into it. Ian LeVanzette. <laughs> but I believe some of it, our predecessors gave it the way they only knew how to give it. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that could have probably been molded 
But a lot of that needs to come back because I believe this generation is a lot softer. Come on. Um, we're a lot more sensitive. We don't have any stick to There's no grind. Mm-hmm. And that, that grind was built in, you know, our parents and our grandparents giving it the way they had it. Like I said, they could have probably done it a little better if they were, you know, but they came from, they weren't far removed from slavery. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they gave it the way they knew how to give it. And I don't have any horror stories. You know, you have a lot of people who want to come and say, you know, I had to go through counseling. I had to go through therapy and I had to do this to to get over childhood trauma. No, I don't regret anything that I went through because it made the the man you are seeing and and listening to sitting here right now. What's what's that like growing up as a superstar, like already a childhood star? Like what what was that feeling like going to high school? Like because you already had the buzz by the end. Everybody knows who your family. Let's be very clear. Every, the pressure. Had, it's all the pressure, all, everything that goes with that. Like, what was that like going through high school years and just you and Kiera, you know, being able to know that, listen, y'all come from a families that are great and gospel. Y'all in the city where everybody know y'all. You you couldn't go nowhere without saying your family's name or Kier's, uh family name. So, like, what was mm-hmm. that like for you? Like, was it like surreal? Did you really like understand? Like, no, this is for real. My dad is Tim Bowman. My auntie is, you know, Vicky Wine. Like, did you understand? Like, this is like, a, a, a serious thing. Focus. It was. It was an extra layer of weirdness for me because when I grew up, we had money. So my dad, my dad was was already. He was already, you know, yeah, straight. first generation. He Straight was already back. first generation. Listen, Tim, I said it. You was a superstar. Tim said it's okay to walk in. It. It's okay. It's did, you, okay. did you have a Benz in your freshman year? Was you pulling up in the Benz? Tell us the <laughs> truth. Right. With the ball. S four twenty. A S four twenty. Okay. I had, oh. but no, but no. <laughs> let me tell you why it was weird for Kiara and I because our parents were first generation wealth, so. You know, we would we would we would go to church and rehearsals in the city, but we lived in the suburbs. So I went to school with all Jewish kids. I went to school with all Chaldean kids, and it took a while for them to realize who I was. And my aunt, if you know Vicky Winans, you know she is like a superstar, superstar, like in every aspect of her personality. Like yeah. she's in. Fox and mink coats at the grocery store. Like she's like the, the she Hollywood be. type. Like she's not the the oh, oh glory to God. She's a glory to God, but she gonna also have right. a ten carat diamond ring. Glorifying so, the Lord. Right, right. So she would pick me up in Rolls Royces, like because you got to realize in that time she was one of the first gospel artists who was getting Aunt Jemima commercials and Quaker Oats commercials. So. She had crossed over into that. So, so when I was 14, we had a number one single that I was featured on of hers. I'll never forget y'all. And this is the first time I'm ever telling these stories. She took me to New York, right? And my payment for the single was she took me into Jacob the jeweler and bought me a $25,000 Jacob watch. And I was sporting that thing to school every week, like every day. So it was it was that kind of childhood for me where 
my parents and my family let me, they let me, they made me aware of who they were. Cause at that time, yeah, I was, I, I was singing and I was doing things, but I was really living in a shadow. So I didn't have no business having no pride, no arrogance. So they let me know who and what I was walking into. But at the same time, they had, they let me know the importance of humility mm-hmm. and, and, and understanding that God is the giver of all of these things and God needing to be able to trust you with wealth. Because if he can't trust you to be a distribution channel for the kingdom, then it, it, it is it's easy for it to be taken away. So for, for me, I live a very well life right now, but it's because God can trust me. It's, it's nothing for me to go to a grocery store and pay for everybody's groceries in, in, in every aisle. He, it, it, my ear is open to hear, God, this is your money. You tell me what to do with it, how to do with it, and I'll do it. So because he can trust me with it, it's it, it it's it's a principle that I learned at an early age. I hope I went a lot of different places, but I hope that makes sense. Dice, dice, did that make sense, bro? I love it. I lo- I absolutely love it. No, I mean it, it was my it. reality, and I had. I, I, hey, it is my, what it is. My thought was like, I don't. I've never understood why, especially Christians, don't have that mindset that I can have. It it's it's. It's it's weird to me, and folks and I talk about it all the time. I, I'll be real with you; like I'm in that space of I don't have everything I see God giving me, but I'm I'm definitely not. I can't. You can't call me every five minutes for twenty dollars. Like like, I, and, it's, and so I have to. It's the separation right now of church and state. <laughs> but 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 dice dice. Can I jump in there? Please jump in. I, I think the church and especially. Teachers and preachers, especially in that 90s, early 2000s era, they didn't do a good job teaching biblical prosperity. And it turned a lot of people off. So everything about prosperity that they taught, for the most part, was about money, 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 money. Bling, 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 bling. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of people who were struggling and I'm watching you drive the best. I'm watching you live in the best. And you're asking for my money and you're doing these things. How is this affecting the community? And it caused a lot of people to bash, air quotes, the prosperity gospel. Well, if you look at the Bible, God wants us to prosper in every area of our lives. I Thanks. mean, what is the alternative? Poverty? <laughs> like, is, is, is that the thing that God would have us to do? But instead of these teachers and preachers teaching whole life prosperity, it turned a lot of people off because just as equally as he wants you to prosper in your finances, he wants you to prosper in your health. He wants you to prosper in your relationships, in your family, in your marriages, in all, in your thinking, in your giving, in your benevolence. He wants you to be pros- prosperous in all those areas. And I think if we can get back to the biblical definition of prosperity will understand that it's okay to be financially wealthy if yeah. he can trust you with it. There you go. So anyways, I just wanted to jump in and say that. That's good. I love it. Yeah, that's, so good. that's so good. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. 
Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. You're a source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. So let's talk about it. Um, When did you know, like, for sure that you had that authentic relationship with with, with Jesus? Because I'll be honest with you. You you were successful. Your family was successful. You you already said you're pulling up in business in high school. I want to salute you and your wife. Y'all kept yourself. Yeah. Y'all got married. I, I definitely, uh, you know, I know years ago, you know, y'all about five, six years in by now, but you, you know, you had the purity pledge where eight, you and your wife, eight, 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 forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Let me, let me give you all that eight forgive years me. in. Eight years. I can't say, listen, that's why I say dice. Pray for me. Cause I was a heathen. Ain't no way in the world. I'm pulling up to a Benz in high school and I ain't hitting something. I, I to pray for me. I, and listen, I'm going to repent on Sunday, but I promise you that cheerleader what been looking at me all was- week. She been looking at me all week. <laughs> how did you? I ain't so, mad so, at you, Dice. I mean, I ain't mad at you, Focus. So, so how did you? Let's be very clear. How did you keep yourself and in a in a place to where you said, you know what? Regardless, I know I yeah. can have anything I want this mm-hmm. way, but I'm gonna honor God regardless. And I know you fought off a lot of a, a lot of females. Let's, let's be oh, real. Yeah. I know you did, man. Come on. So talk about that. Just being keeping yourself pure, especially as a man that tells you you pose mm-hmm. to knock off as many women as possible in our society. Even in the church. We see it even in the church too as well. Well, so, well you gotta bring the church in there. Got to. Because <laughs> we gotta talk because he's a pastor and well, I know yeah. some Jezebels be coming his way and y'all better stop. Because no, he, he, listen, ain't no blessings gonna come out of that. So you better stop. So just speak to a pastor. You know, it was extremely hard, and I played football too, Ooh. and I was a part of sports. It, it it was it was it was it was a lot, but again, one of the biggest things and the biggest gifts that I received from my mentors and my parents and my my family was they let me know who I was based off of the scripture. So when I went when, when at a young age, I was able to have a clear understanding of my identity. So when you really not, not, not Instagram, not, not uh, X, formerly Twitter, not Facebook, not all, Snapchat. There's too many people finding their identity there. Mm-hmm. So now we care too much about what people think about us and what people say about us. So for me, they really instilled and took the time to show me who I was. So I will walk up and will be public and will be open about, hey, I'm not about to smash. I'm not about to this. I'm not about to that. But I'm still going to be the flies Negro in here. I'm still going to be this. I'm still going to be this because I know who I am. I'm not going to apologize for it. So I never went through that whole um, a bully phase, the whole taunt phase. I, I never, and if I did, I didn't feel it mm-hmm. because I knew who I was and I was confident and I was able to play football and was able to talk about Jesus and was able to sing gospel. And you got to realize church boys, you know, t- uh, typically got bad reps f- from, from, a, from so many different perspectives that I never put any of that on. It, and it sounds so church and I'm not trying to sound like I was perfect. I'm just telling you, I was, I was let in and I was made aware of who I was biblically at a very early age. And it changed the whole game for me. It, it, it changed the whole game of me. And, and, and the first question you asked, when did I know I had that relationship with God? 
it was around 16, 17, 18 when my voice started to change. And I didn't feel like I could sing no more. You know, you get that that crack in the voice. And, I, and, and it was weird for me, Dice, because I had already reached a certain level of notoriety. And it's like, yo, mm. I can't sing no more. Like, what am I about to do? And it really caused me to have to run to God to mm. figure out, hey, I'm not my voice. I'm not my gift. I'm not any of those things. I'm who you call me to do. So if I never sing again, hey, I did the work. I came out on the other side and I released um, I, that on the other side of it. I put the whole scatting away when I was doing what I was doing with auntie. Yeah. And I never looked back. I start creating amazing music and the rest is history. Listen, two things about your aunt. I've seen her before perform, and she was the first artist that talked about money. So I'm glad we had that conversation earlier. Counting of CD. Matter of fact, she was specific about I will ask the question on how much was sold, when, where, how, and how. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to learn today. Um, the pressure that you maybe have been under, I consider it pressure, but like you said, you were born into this. Let's talk about those performances, especially you got the stellar awards performances and so many other that others that you've done. Like, how are you preparing for this stuff? Do you feel a sense of, I really got to bring it because you really just kind of set the stage on fire. <laughs> you know, you know, it. listen, he being humble. I love the humbleness in him. He, he humbleness, sweet potato pie. He know it though. <laughs> I just got super uncomfortable. If you know me, I can't, I get so uncomfortable. Like, so, yes, yes. Um, But my family, they're savages. So, like, Marvin L. Wine, Bishop-elect Marvin L. Winans, like, he's one of the, like, he's the GOAT to me. Like, he's the GOAT. And, but growing up, if it wasn't right, it wasn't, oh, you so cute. It was, that was a mess. Don't ever sing that again. <laughs> and if you know, if you know Bishop Elect, I just did a spot on impression of Marvin L. Winant. So I grew up with that type of, get some Winston, I'm going to get you some blocks. And you stay with them blocks until and, and you're ready to stand on this day. So it, it caused me to, to, to understand how to stand in a situation where you scared as all jacks, you got anxiety and still push through and perform. And for those who don't know this Stellar Wars, I've been getting a lot of calls and a lot of this. There was a mishap, the first run through of the Stellars and... Long story short, I had to get myself together, regroup, and do what y'all saw on the stellars. And if y'all know me, I'm OCD. Like, everything gotta be right. Every boom, every that, I'm involved in everything. So, but I never, so this stellars, when I walked out, so basically what happened was they forgot to place me. Mm. They forgot to place me. I'm Y'all getting the tea. Come on. Focus that your listeners are getting the tea. They forgot to place me, but they placed the team. But because it was so much happening, they didn't know I was out there. So I'm on the side and the guy saying no. I'm like, but the performance. So I'm singing on the side, not on stage. It was crazy. So they stopped. They placed me. And when I went out, I'm like, I said, God, come on. 
I need you to go through here. <laughs> I need you to go through here. And my auntie Cece was on the front row. Yeah. And she was like, nephew, I was wondering where you were. <laughs> you know what? I'll be real with you. I had the clip in my phone. Um, it was wild. But this is the one thing I did love about it being live, like a, like a taping yeah. for live television. You didn't know. Like, I, I was like, maybe they needed to test him, you know, or check his mic or something on the side, you know, because obviously when you were right dead center the second time around it was it was insane you know but it's like everybody i felt bad for everybody else because they were they came through so hard out the gate and it was like what 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 it's like do it again but then the second time it was just i thought y'all needed a run through i honestly just sitting there i was like nah they just was trying to check they probably got some fire or something about to pop out and they didn't want to hurt a brother you know like so we we, we just did yeah Dice. I brought my own pyro. I bought my own smoke. I brought saying. my own. I brought all. Let's go. Kiara, Kirk, Frank, and everybody was texting me like, Bruh. "Bro, everyone was looking up because we know you. We thought you was about to come from the, the ceiling." Wow. Hey, listen, that would have been fly, though, if you could have came from the sky, though. They, they would have just so, let you so down. Let me, that would have been live. tell you what it was supposed to be. It was so I'm good. Focused, Go you get me in trouble because I'm giving you Go all ahead. the It was so good. I was supposed to toast her from under the stage. Yeah. So it was supposed to be like a, like a Mike yeah, Jackson joint. Yeah. And at the last minute, we couldn't get the permits and all that kind of stuff. But So we ended up making it do what it do. But, Dice, to answer your question, I learned at an early age to... It don't always go the way you want it to go. Right, right. You got to stick up there and give it. So nobody knew. Nobody knew watching, um, Mm -mm. you know, the final performance that we went through what we went through. And it came out to be what it was. It was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, it was fire. I, I felt like it was just like the video, man. I, I, I'll be honest it with you. Was a, I was like, it was, a, it was it just was like the video. Talk about this new music before we get you out of here. Come on. I know you're working on all type of new music. T- tell the people what you're working on. Man, I got so many projects coming out. Um, I'll start with the newest one last. But we got, we're releasing some of these tributes that we've been doing in the pandemic in volumes. Mm-hmm. So we're doing them in volumes. The first volume is going to be Israel, Mary, Mary, Fred, and my aunt vicky so those tributes that we did we're releasing them so you guys can have them in your cars on social media and all that kind of stuff um where did that come from Wait a minute. New... before you go past that because i do got i well, do got to get your roses. i know no no, no no he did and he did it during black history month so let, let, right. let's, let's let's paint that picture of you celebrating gospel music during black history month and it's not yours you right. singing other people's hits where did that come from well i think it came from a few different things. The first thing is, I think people are bandwagoners when it comes to, to music and trends. And mm. there's this worship trend that's happening that is beautiful. I love it um, in gospel music. But at the same time, people have started to kind of turn their nose up on the songs that got us through some of the craziest moments of our lives through depression. We cried, we laughed. And I said, wait gospel is still dope like good traditional gospel is still dope so that was the first reason the second reason is we wait till these legends die to give them flowers Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to just give this i wanted to give them flowers but i didn't want to give them flowers just any old kind of way 
So I wanted to do it at the level of like the Grammys and the Stellars and the Doves. So we put a lot into them to really give these artists what they've given us for all of these years. And um, that that was the motivation behind it. And I didn't expect for every week <laughs> these things to go viral and we're getting millions of views. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, God, you're amazing. So we um some of we've heard from the people and everyone asked like can we get this on spotify can that's we get this saying. on apple music and that's what we did so that was the thought process behind thought process behind that um i got another faith city record coming out i'm back in the studio with rodney jerkins oh man. doing my next solo project the last one we did had i'm good and fix me and teddy riley did your love it makes me makes me want to dance all them records we are back in the studio creating my solo record when i tell y'all y'all not ready so no, we, we got that ready. and then last is the new um single that i'm coming out with it's a trap song ain't nobody but god but god but that's with um 1k few and kiara sheared um, oh. Focus, you gotta you gotta play it for him. You gotta play it for him. Focus, but um, that's coming out, and we're getting ready to go to radio with that. So stay on the, stay on the lookout for those. Listen, say less. Uh, go ahead and tell the people how they connect with you, how they can follow you on all your social media platforms. Before I do, Dice, I love you, girl. Focus, thank you love so you much too. for this opportunity. Thank I you. I had so much fun. I need an hour next time so I can give some more tea. I got more tea. He was you delicious, but you, listen, you can come back whenever you want. Whenever you want, you can come back. Please. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, X, all the platforms at Tim Bowman Jr. at Faith City Music. Peace. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Real conversations from real imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's real talk topic. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. And it's time to get real in these streets, huh, Dice? So, uh, yeah, let's get into this. uh, Yeah, we got to get real. You know how real talk go. Uh, So today we're going to talk about it. You know, some on networking or, you know, the right connections. Can music industry connections make or break your career so yeah of course you know i brought this up because you know i'm always talking about the importance of networking and Mm -hmm. uh, especially when you talk about what we do not only within media but also too as well you know when you talk about going after everybody you know advertisers sponsors Mm -hmm. it's a lot that goes into what we do as a radio show and this is something that's always coming up who you network mm-hmm. with, who you build with, the relationships that you you, you make, uh, your methods that you use to network, they matter. <laughs> mm. We talk about um, you know, people being crooked in this game. We know the music industry is it's cutthroat. I mean, absolutely, we're doing it for God, but a lot of people, you know, they yeah, they just I told you that's I'll be questioning some people because they say for real, because they they more business minded than they are ministry minded. And I get it because there's a there's a bottom line, especially if you're an investor, if if you're looking to invest in any uh, you know, whatever advertisement, sponsorship, or any event that's being thrown, yeah, you want to see where your money is going and is it a good investment. So yeah, I, you know, let's talk about it. Building, you know, ma- building and maintaining good relationships can that make or break your career i know for uh, me guys when i first when i first got into this um 
I, net, networking was key for me because I didn't know nothing. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I never grew up saying I wanted to be this radio DJ. Uh, never wanted to be a radio personality. Never wanted to be a journalist. Let's be very clear. I do not even mm-hmm. like writing. So well. when you talk about, yes, I, it, it made me have to write again, just being honest. That's not one of my strong suits, but I can do it. But I, I didn't have an interest for it. But do, in doing that, my pastor preached something years ago probably 10 years ago he say listen um know your strengths uh he was preaching the importance of knowing your strengths but if you can't do something hire <laughs> the positions that you you know you need to feel because you still can't go on and be lacking in that area so that was when i uh enrolled into uh broadcasting school dice <laughs> i mm-hmm. said you know what you're right i probably might need to go get trained on this because yes i've, I've uh i've done everything i can do in my own on what I know and what I, and YouTube, man, shout out to YouTube. Uh, yeah, y'all can give us an endorsement if y'all want to. Uh, yeah, we, YouTube saved my life, guys. Let me tell you something. I ain't know how to edit nothing, but it was always somebody. Um, I know you do like a lot of tutorials and stuff like that. They had a tutorial on YouTube. Them videos saved my life. I promise you, you, you could change, you could probably take an engine out of a car. It's probably a video on YouTube, somebody showing you how to do it. So, yes, I want to shout them out because, yeah, after I was done with that, I was like, I need to go to broadcasting school to make sure I get the skills to understand how to do commercials, how to do voiceover work, how to come in and out of breaks if I really want to do this on a professional level when you talk about doing radio. So, yes, I had to, uh, in the midst of that, I was networking at a party. And I was, that's where I met literally somebody who was like, listen, I'm going on Ohio Media Broadcasting School. Shouts out to uh, my alum. Um, And that's when I took it to another level. And I was able to make a lot of connections within radio, literally, that I'm still using now from going to broadcasting school. So that was, you know, just one example that I can give on the importance of networking. And Mm -hmm. I ain't burned none of them bridges, guys. Let's be very clear. They call me for favors or call me for a resource or something. I give it to them because when I didn't know anything, they gave it to mm-hmm. me. They didn't even think about it. Well, that's awesome that you had those connects. I did too. I mean, obviously, I've done secular music forever, uh, Christian music as well. And uh, it, yeah, I mean, the only way I've ever been able to do anything was through somebody. So nobody just gave me anything. You know, I'm not super famous yet. But the point is, it's been relationship driven. Like that's how I've gotten referrals and been able to write or, you know, do movies, cartoon books, whatever. It's because somebody else said, well, by the way, you know, she does this or she'll do that. or And uh, we all know about Hollywood and things like that. What you do, who you do it with, I, I guess it can affect you. I guess. I guess you could probably make some choices that could maybe excel your career or, or just deaden it to make it come to a grind and halt. So, I don't know. I think you got to be wise about who you rock with, who you yoked up with. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely, you definitely got to be careful who you yoked up with. And I, mm. I shout out to Dice Gamble for being so humble. Did y'all hear that list of stuff she's accomplished and mm. done? And what she says she ain't famous yet. Yeah, you, you, you didn't wrote books. You've been in all type of movies. And I'm about to yeah, drop yeah, these uh, movies on y'all too. I'm right. That's I'm what I'm right. saying. Like, I heard you. I heard you, you earlier. You, I was like. You, you are famous. On, Why are you talking about you're not famous? You're famous. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a hood famous. And I, I accept it. You know what I'm saying? I'm good on the hood. You know what I'm saying? I'm good on the hood. Like, I, I, I know it's terrible, but I do brag often. I'm like, yeah, there's nowhere I can't probably go. And somebody at least knows my name. And that feels really good. But I would like to be a little more famous than that. Um, it's funny. When you were talking, though, I was like, Hollywood is really run by Jews. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, was a, Jesus was a Jew. Why mm. is it not more 
Why are we not? Why are we not more in Hollywood? Why are not more of us in Hollywood? Is it just our lack of business uh, savvy? Because I'm thinking that that could be it. But uh, anyway, I don't want to. I want to walk into that because you're just talking about uh, relationships. Well, yeah, I was about I to just, say that's going to be a like, hard one for our Jewish li- listeners. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on the tantrum, but um, yeah, no, some I, of that I mean, is. I just, I just I some of it's control. Some of it's control issues. I'm be honest with you. I think they okay. they have tapped into understanding the power of working together. So this is what something that I always say. Uh, shouts out to the Jewish community. They do do together. They understand the power in mm-hmm. numbers. They understand unifying. I, I have multiple Jewish communities here in my city. It's funny mm-hmm. because me and my wife, every time we ride through them, we ride through them on purpose because yeah. they have blocks, dice. They have blocks to where I'm talking about every house for like a two to three block radius is yeah. a Jewish family living in it. Yeah. I say, how did they design that? How did they do that? They have schools. I'm pretty sure they have them there too as well. They have schools where they have their own school system. They're working right now as we speak here in Cleveland to build a Jewish hospital. There's a Jewish so, hospital everywhere. They have, they they run every bro. You can't go to a city without a Jewish hospital. It it just it's wow. not even a thing. It doesn't exist. <clears throat> but we were talking about you know the relationships that you build, and I, I really today today was the first day I questioned why is there a lack in our partnership if. I and mean, I'm talking about more from the entertainment side. I'm like, if we say yes. we are who we are and we know that Jesus was a Galilean Jew who practiced, they called him rabbi. He was always up in a temple. What, 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 why, why have we not made a connection differently? But, uh, we can, we, I guess we can talk about that later, but listen, yes, who you walk with does matter as we all know, uh, when it comes to, you know, all things Hollywood, all things entertainment because you can get with the wrong person and that can shut your whole career down you can do a song with somebody that you know later on they say they're you know this type of person and and then there goes your song it's out the window you know because the world don't like how the person on your song changed you know so it's you got to be prayed up i think when when it's time for partnership you got to pray about that but uh what are your what are your thoughts about what to do before you get into a relationship with somebody concerning you know, entertainment or business or things like that. I'm big on, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm big on um, identifying the spirit that I'm working with. I know a lot of people think that's deep, but I'm big on that. It's funny because um, we've been doing this for almost 16 months now, Dice, me and you. And uh, yes, my first introduction to you, that's that's exactly, it's funny, Dice will say it. she say, I don't know how I did the first couple of weeks because focus don't really say much. Focus, focus was uh, in tune with his spirit, making sure that your spirit and my spirit could have a chemistry and that we shared mm. se- similar uh, values on how we see scripture, our relationships mm. and everything in our life. Because that's big. Once again, with the show that, I, that, that God has given us, I want to make sure we got a real show. I want to make sure we got real chemistry. I really want us to make sure we're trying to be as most authentic as we possibly can. We ain't perfect. But still, most of the stuff would come. Yeah, it's authentic. It's real. So mm. that was big to me. So, yes, I am big on keying on the people's spirit. That's the first thing I recognize. And um, I even go back to my wife. I say, all right, this is what I'm sensing, what you sensing. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I bring my wife into it too as well with every relationship, not just you, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. from the top to the bottom. Because if I'm going, we're going to do business together. I need her to be agree with it too as well because yes, yeah. we don't play these games. We have the same household finances. So this takes mm-hmm. away from our house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it has to make sense. I got to get her to okay it too as well, even though I'm the priest and the prophet and the king of the household. I want her to be in agreement and trust that I'm making the right business decision. Or maybe mm-hmm. God is speaking to her, my wife, and not and I and giving her revelation to something that I didn't see because yeah, yeah for whatever reason. So no, we're very key on we are thinking spiritually minded first. We look past the person. We need to know your spirit. We need to know uh, who we bringing on or uh, what, what I'm going to be a part of. Cause I don't want to be a part of mess. Let's be very clear. Mm. I, I don't want to be a part of no mess. I don't want to be a part of nothing crooked, nothing scandalous no more. I left that life. I'll be honest. I did it. So yeah, I, I've done it already. Dice. I left that life. If that's the case, you know, me and you both know we can go back <laughs> and move back into the hood and make a yeah. heck of a lot more money. Let's be very clear. <laughs> we, we, yep. we, lot of, yeah, I'm just being honest. We, I can make a move in an hour and change my whole life. One hour. We, yep. we ain't talking about one year. We talking about one right, hour. One hour. I know, right? <laughs> go, go drop this off. Yes. Go drop right, right, this yeah. off. This will okay. change your life. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah so yeah no 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 the, the spirit man is really big to me first yeah i really want to like i say because god is, has me in a place right now where yes i'm thinking more spiritually minded i'm thinking more is god in this if god ain't in it i don't want to be a part of it seriously that's right, like where right. i'm at too as well if god ain't in it i don't want to be a part of it because because yeah. that's the only reason why you see the success of the fixed radio show because god has his hand on it it ain't because of mm-hmm. focus it ain't because of dice it ain't because of no uh body that's been on this show even in the previous years it's because god's mm-hmm. favor is on it mm-hmm. and we're, mm-hmm. we're just being mere vessels so yeah that's that's big for me listen we're coming right back we got to go to break we're talking about it today uh this is a real conversation you don't want to miss uh dj focus dice gamble keep it locked you're tuning into the fix and the fix is in Real conversations from real, imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's Real Talk Topic. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Yeah, yeah we still in the middle of this uh, Real Talk conversation. Just talking about, you know, can uh, music execs, music industry people make or break a career? And uh, I know something we were talking about off-air, Dice, uh, brought up to you was, uh, listen, collaboration. Who you collab with? Man, that could that could might you know mess you up a little bit, huh, Dice? Uh, mess you up a lot. What are you talking about? We were talking about being prayerful before you jump into anything, and like that's me working on my next project, and I invite you know somebody on. I just been admiring them. I want to do a song with them. You know, maybe it's you know like a big name or whatever, and I get them on my project, and then you know they go out here and they start wilding out on the internet. They on TMZ, and now my whole project has to get trashed because you know, the behavior of this individual. So it's super important that you're prayerful about any and everything you're about to jump into. You know what I mean? And if you know you're about to be at risk, you know, in, in this partnership, just know that's going to mess with your money. That's going to mess with your bag. It's going to be, it's going to be a problem, you know, and it is, it is what it is. It typically happens from the gospel side, not necessarily the secular side. I think secular artists always get a pass of adding gospel artists to their project. You know, like it's like a, a additional benefit to their character. But, but when you're on the gospel side, when you think you want to do that, you're taking a huge risk, you know, 
really, really big risk. And even sometimes when you rock with Christian artists, you know, and then two weeks later, they just want to get out the faith. It's like, ah, bro, we just did a whole song together. You know, like the single. Now I got to scrap the single. Yeah, I thought we was about to push, you know, we put 50K into this. And then, you know, now you're a devil worshiper. So now I'm stuck. So it's important who you walk hand in hand with, you know, and I, all of all of my musical relationships are at least 12 years or more. Like, I don't have anybody that I just met that I do anything with yet, yet. But um, I, I take that back. King of the Court was probably the last one I did anything, you know, just testing the waters. But it's just, I don't know, man. Relationships matter. And who you rock with matters. You know, like, I don't know, man. The Bible's very clear about, uh, you know, checking out who you're about to rock with. You know, knowing your brother, you know, being like of the same mindset with your brother, you know, so that when you are doing things, you know, you both are, you know, and, and doing it in the same spirit and for the same reason, you know. So, mm -mm. yeah, that's rig. And um, <clears throat> even with uh, some a couple of joint ventures that I've, uh, you know, dibbled and dabbled in, um, before they got off, we were just in the stage of just like setting it up. You know, maybe mm -hmm. uh, possibly looking into uh, getting, uh, you know, the joint LLC and starting the business up and looking to get the starter funds or what grant funds we could get, what loans we could get. And I saw early on, nah, this is this is not going to be a good partnership. And I backed away mm -hmm. from uh, two deals, actually, seriously. There was not two you. big deals that I, yeah, I did. I backed away from them. And uh, one of them, unfortunately, was mad at me. But I, I told him, I said, no, I'm not going to uh, be honest with you. He wanted me to do all the work. And him be the face and, and pretty much take all the credit for everything. I said, no, no, we're no, no, that's not a, that's not a part. Yeah, that's not a partnership. I said, no, no, you, <laughs> where I'm from, you got to put in work to right. get respect. So yeah, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, yeah, I ain't, yeah, I ain't the one to sit in the background and just, you know, let you go out in front and yeah, I'm doing all the hard work. I'm investing majority of the money up front because yeah, I, I, yes, in a blessed place, got a great credit score. Mm. I can walk into a lot of banks and get, you know, six figure uh, loans. Ooh. No problem. Ooh. They give it to don't me. No, you know, no problem. I'm can just saying. Can y'all go today and bring me back? Like, I just need about two million. I'll be okay. Just two million. Focus. Don't be out here talking. Listen, y'all heard it. He, he said he can walk into the bank. Y'all got 800 credit score. Please go. Please you and the CEO bring Dice back 2.5 million dollars. Listen, Paul tells let me, us... Let me, let me tell you something about Dice. She's so humble. Her her and her husband got every foreign card you can think about over there. Every foreign card you can think no, about, they got. Yes, no, yes y'all do. Don't, don't, don't. Tell Not the truth and shame don't. the devil. Y'all got every foreign card. Not and if, it got a, if, if it got a Gotti at the end of it, they got it. If it got a Gotti, got it. Gotti, got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Y'all ain't going to worry me, but... um. Paul tells us, okay, he was making some comments up in the Timothy. All right. He said, lay no hands on any man swiftly or you will become a partaker of their sin. And that translation is saying, hey, don't give your uh, quick uh, yes to a man that you just met. Like, don't jump into stuff too hastily, too fast, too quickly, because you don't even know what this person's made of. You don't know their intention. You know, you, you have to give this 
trying period to each person you meet to see if, if they really there for the right reason. You know what I'm saying? So I would say be prayerful. And here's the thing. Your references matter. We talk about community all the time on here, right? So it's like people who've been in your circle, people that you can trust, they typically have friends that they trust. And so that's why it's good to get a reference. When I first started doing ministry in churches, we had to have a reference letter. Okay, yes. you could not just go perform. You had to have you had to be able to have your church from back home vouch for you that you were in that community doing things around that community and this is who you were. You had to have a whole resume of your work. You couldn't just roll up in anybody's church, get behind anybody's pulpit and start saying anything. Like there was a there was some structure in order to that and I miss those days. You know, I really really do. But um yeah, man. Mm-mm. Y'all need to be checking in on these folks. Go on their uh, social media, see what they made of before you start trying to partner with people. Because trust me, who you get with could affect your relationship. Like what they're doing is what you like. It's just like me. Like to your point, focus. If I'm uh, at the strip club this past this next weekend, you know, with my homeboys and I'm turned all the way up in a bikini and then they're like, Oh, she's on the, <laughs> they be talking about helping people get better. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you are now attached to my behavior. You didn't even pick it, but now you, now every time somebody go, Hey, uh, <laughs> where the girl at that, you know, with the she champagne bottles and the sparkles. She on sabbatical. Right. She on sabbatical. She on sabbatical. I'm telling y'all where she at. So if y'all ever see her and you send me pictures, notice she on sabbatical. And, and she's working to get herself back on the show. I ain't, I ain't going to go all the way to the curb. But absolutely, me and the wife going to uh, fly out there and say, Dice, we got to sit down and talk about this now. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to have a conversation now. What, what's the process? Do you you, 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 sh- you shake it's them tough, up, USA? Bro. Or you are you saving them, USA? Oh, so what you going to do? Which one is it? <laughs> it's tough, bro. That's why I'm saying you got to trust God, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important. You got to trust God. Like, the... Trig introduced me to you because he knew me. So he was like, no, I know that she will be and do probably what he's looking for. He wouldn't introduce you to me. Like he would, he would, he would not even have had that conversation, but he knew he was like, no, she really be about that life. You know, so it's important that you have people who can speak on your behalf too. But to your point uh, earlier, uh, we can't just be locking in with people we don't know. Be you careful know. about that. Be careful. Please be careful. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go pay some bills. We're coming back with closing yeah. thoughts, though. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Uh, when I tell you that uh, Spiritual Detox hit different today from uh, Pastor Tim Bowman Jr., if you're just uh, tapping in, please hit that rewind if you're on the app. If not, you definitely want to tap in tomorrow on holyculture.net to get the replay. Uh, I am excited for the new music that he's working on. He's been working on in the studio with Ja'Kalen Carr, with Papa San, and a lot of other artists. So, yes, uh, he is. Uh, and, yeah, he also talked about, uh, you know, being back in the studio with Roddy, Rodney Jerkins. So this new music that he's working on, we can't wait for it to release. We know it's going to be fire. We know it's going to be a different sound than what you heard from him on the faith city project he, he's very he was very intentional in saying listen this is this is a solo project it's gonna be different it's gonna be a little bit of this a little bit of that hip-hop ish uh definitely urban gospel and uh once again yeah he, he's just a super talented collective all together when you, when you talk about uh, creator forgive me 
when you talk about everything he does, you know, on the production side, as an artist, as a musician, super dope. So, yeah, shouts out to Pastor Tim Bowman Jr. for coming on Rocking With Us this morning. If you have not already heard his uh, project with Faith City Music, go get that. Let's be very clear. It's called uh, We Are Faith City. It, it's it's a little bit of everything. It has the worship. It has the hip hop. It has a little bit of the urban gospel on it, too, as well. So it's a complete project. So, yeah, go run them numbers up for our brother because he's been doing powerful things in the Lord for a long, long time. I pray y'all enjoyed that real talk conversation we had today. You need to understand that who you network, who you build with, it, it, it can hurt or break you. So, you know, whether you be an artist, whether you be a producer, it, it really doesn't matter who you are. And even uh, as a, a radio personality or as a DJ jockey or, you know, whatever it may be, who you work with, sometimes can build your brand or break your brand and we know especially with so many different things that's happening if you start getting a bad rep that could really you know dictate how many jobs you opportunities you have so yeah just be just be careful of who you network and build with and we need to get better as believers i really want to speak to all of the believers in this space who are running businesses Let's do good business. Let's let's do fair business. Let's not do any shady deals. We don't need to be like the world and, and do these deals that have people talking, have people questioning if we're believers, have people questioning uh, contracts. But uh, yeah, please, everybody, make sure you do your due diligence. Uh, have a lawyer look over any contract before you sign it. So absolutely look into that. But yeah, we, we should start doing business uh, at a high level and do business better over here as believers. So that's just a charge. And I'm, I'm literally talking to believers in this space who run businesses, you know, from, you know, all the execs and, and everybody, let, let, let's do fair business, all the entrepreneurs, clothing brands, record labels. Yeah. 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 Artists, producers, let's, let's do fair business. Let's make sure we're doing things right and make sure we're doing everything legit, but let's make sure we're not tearing down each other's brand just to be famous, just to blow up. Uh, we shouldn't have to do that over here. It, it's enough room for everybody to eat at this table over here. And we need to continue to show uh, the, the, the the impact of unifying and working together on a lot of projects. Uh, I say it all the time. I love the fact that, you know, I love networking with CEOs because I'm a CEO myself. So, yes, I like to hang around other CEOs and pick their brain and they pick my brain and we grow, and we build together. And we, we try to network and make sure we blow each other's platforms up together. So this is not this divide where we're in competition. I am not in competition with anybody. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm just trying to be the best version that God has called me to. I'm in purpose. I make sure that I bust the moves that God wants me to bust, not any other moves. So I, I'm not uh, in that for that. I am really in it because I'm purpose driven and I understand that God is just using me because at the end of the day, I, I say it all the time. You guys don't want a God's favor and God's hand to be taken off of what you're doing with your business because I promise you, <laughs> you'll be in a world of trouble. So uh, I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Go out and be great today. Kings and Queens. Y'all know what it is tomorrow. Stop playing the winning prescription. Every Friday, we music heavy. Me and Dice got 10 bangers we want to put in front of you. We're going to talk about, you know, of course, the, the original in it is it ministry driven the production the bars the message everything that goes into it uh, 
we always want to look uh, to put new artists in front of you. Also, too, as well, to put some music that can inspire you, educate you, motivate you to continue to grow a better relationship with Jesus Christ. That'll help you get you to some tough times. So let's continue to get better. We call it spiritual detox right here on The Fixed. Let's continue to have more Christian hip hop, uh, urban gospel, gospel music in your playlist. And you have more of the mainstream music because we know a lot of the mainstream music, not all, but a lot of it, depending on where your spiritual growth is, it can really have you doing some things sideways so that's why we call it the winning prescription that's why we call it spiritual detox because we really want to uh, get this music in your spirit and help you get through some tough times listen that's it let's get out of here uh, as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive jesus christ is always the answer kingdom advancement should always be the goal fixes in we out 